I'm Kim Horcher, and this is Sci-Fi 5, your five minutes of science fiction history for April 14th. Today, we celebrate the life of English television producer and science fiction luminary, Jerry Anderson. Gerald Alexander Abrams was born on April 14th, 1929 in London. Anti-Semitism led to the surname change in 1939. His childhood household was volatile and impoverished, a family of four living in a one-room apartment without running water. Young Jerry was crafty, with knitting and plaster modeling as hobbies. Jerry's older brother volunteered in the Royal Air Force in World War II and was sent for training near Thunderbird Field in Arizona, inspiring in Jerry an interest in aircraft. After World War II, Jerry was conscripted into the Royal Air Force, serving as an air traffic controller, and he earned a filmmaking education with the British Colonial Film Unit. The 1950s saw the arrival of commercial television, and Anderson and his cohort Arthur Provis set up AP Films to do freelance work. Realizing they needed help, they hired Sylvia Tham to be their secretary. She was essential to the company, designing characters and costumes, doing voices, developing plots, and being the human face of AP Films. She eventually became Jerry Anderson's second wife. AP Films shot a Rice Krispies commercial starring a marionette, which was seen by children's author Roberta Lay. She recruited AP Films in 1957 to film two marionette shows, The Adventures of Twizzle and Torchy the Battery Boy. Anderson was not happy to work with puppets since he had Ben-Hur-sized cinematic aspirations, but could not say no since the studio was broke. ITV aired these shows, which led to a long string, pun intended, of puppet-based success for Anderson. More after the break. AP Films used their marionette rig to create a western show for children called Four Feather Falls, whose puppets had an instantly recognizable design. The character heads were fiberglass and their lips moved automatically based on pre-recorded dialogue. Thus was born Super Marionation, Jerry's portmanteau for super, marionette, and animation. It was 1960 when Jerry approached producer Lou Grade with an idea for a kid's show called Supercar, about a test pilot from Arizona who adventures in a car that flies into space and can go underwater. Supercar was the beginning of a lucrative partnership between Anderson and Grade. At this point, Jerry had a staff of 250 filmmakers, puppeteers, model makers, and musicians. Other Super Marionation shows included Fireball XL5, Stingray, Thunderbirds, and Captain Scarlet and the Mysterons, a show we covered last September. Jerry loved sci-fi storytelling because it allowed him to always look forward both to an interstellar future and to his next projects. Since he was still unhappy with puppets, it was probably a relief when Super Marionation's popularity waned alongside the optimism of the 60s. Jerry finally found himself transitioning into darker live-action shows with UFO and Space 1999. Neither show lasted more than two seasons, but have cult followings. The 70s were a rough time for Jerry as he and Sylvia divorced, his Moonraker script fell through, and finances forced him to sell his share of AP Films royalties. 
In the 80s and 90s, Jerry returned to his origins of directing commercials. The home video boom brought new audiences to his works, and he was able to create new shows well into his 70s. Jerry Anderson was awarded the Member of the Order of the British Empire in 2001 for his services to animation. He passed away on December 26, 2012. This has been your 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for April 14th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.